What's good, everybody? This is Brian. And I'm Ashley. Welcome back to another episode of Parents Uncensored, a podcast where we talk about... (laughs) A podcast where we talk about whatever the fuck we want to because the kids are not around. Let's get to it. Okay, so first we're going to talk about how do you tell your spouse to do better? Hmm. You go first. Well, first of all, do better as far as what? Just anything in general? Like, you know, pick up your dirty socks or like serious things? Like, let's say, for example, you know, when you with somebody, you know, it's I love you no matter what, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Let's say you gained fucking 50 pounds, right? And I say, I love you no matter what. Like, it literally does not bother me at all. But you want to lose weight. Mm -hmm. How, but, you know, you can't seem to stay motivated or, you know, get motivated to work. I'm feeling a little attacked right now. No, I'm not. (laughs) I'm not talking about you. You didn't gain 50 fucking pounds. No, but I've definitely gained Probably 15 or almost close to 20. You, you've had four kids. You're going to put on some fucking weight. It's, it's okay. okay. You're still a lot skinnier than some of these motherfuckers out here. <laughs> okay. Uh, but no, you know, you gained 50 pounds and you say you want to lose weight, but you can't get motivated or whatever. What do you want me? What would you like me to do or say to help you get motivated without coming off like an asshole. I mean, if I knew, you know, obviously if I was, you know, 50 pounds overweight, that's obviously unhealthy. So I think the main thing that I would want is, you know, I mean, 50 pounds. No, if you look like at what your average body weight should be for your height and all all that stuff. And you're like 50 pounds over that weight. You're generally probably not in a very healthy state. I'm not saying you're like obese and like can't walk through the hallway and that kind of stuff. But, um, I think the biggest thing for me personally, just even to have somebody to like work out with or somebody that I could cook healthy meals with or just basic things like that. Like I don't need somebody to like physically push my ass out of bed and like make me do it but just to like have somebody there with me who you know can they could you know meet their fitness goals or whatever they have too at the same time but what would you like how would i say hey like would i just say hey let's work out i mean you could be like hey i found this really great you know, workout routine. And I think that it would really benefit both of us. We could do it together, you know, that type of stuff. Not just like, Hey, you're fucking fat. Let's go do these videos real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Like just kind of be supportive about it. Be encouraging even, you know, like, so pretty much your significant other has to do those things, which you also No, And I'm not saying like, you know, if the other person's already like in really good physical shape, they probably, you know, work out regularly as it is. So you could kind of, you know, do things with them. They could teach you new workouts, new ways to do this and that type of stuff. That, that's what I'm saying. Like they would do it with you though. Right. Personally for me, I think that is something that I would need. Yes. Okay. Um, what are some other things that you can tell your significant other to improve on? Like just anything in general? Or are we still talking about working out? Anything? Okay, I mean, I don't know. Sex, I feel like it could be fucking. I feel like cleaning up. 
communication <laughs> and sex are probably like the huge other what was the first one i said communication oh, okay and sex are probably what i would consider like the two i don't want to say like most argued about things but like things where people generally might be lacking people argue about sex yeah because i mean like we had talked about before like when people are married it's always like oh well we don't have sex anymore oh this that and everything else but i feel like maybe a lot of times one person wants to do it all the time and the other person doesn't want to and i mean i think you really have to get to the bottom of why it's just not working out like why the other person maybe doesn't want to do it maybe it's like a hormonal issue or maybe i don't know what if one person says my sexual desires aren't being met and the other person says oh well (laughs) like that's um i mean at that point i probably just take care of myself like if you don't want to make an effort to do things that i need to be pleasured and that kind of stuff it's like i'll just do it myself and you can you can go over there (laughs) I mean, I know that's probably not healthy for a marriage. No, it's not at all. (laughs) Well, I'm not married, so I don't care. But But you're in a relationship. It's the same thing. It's not even close. It is? It's not. How is it different? I mean, it's really not. How is it different? How is being in a relationship and being married different? Yes, besides all the paperwork and legal stuff. See? (laughs) No, I'm saying, how is it? No, tell me how, because I want to know. Okay, for me, I think that marriage is obviously a lot bigger commitment. When you're in a relationship, it's easy to just be like, okay, this isn't working, let's break up. But with a marriage, you know, you... That's not all the way true. Okay, why? Like, if you have kids, y'all could be on the lease together. Like, it's a bunch of stuff. It's ways to get... I mean, I mean, yeah, it's can, a lot you can stay harder on the lease and pay the lease together until the lease is up. If you have kids, you know, you just have to explain to them, you know, that it's not their fault, but your parents can't get along anymore and they need to be apart. And I mean, obviously, small children aren't going to get that. But the, the way you making it seem is that getting married makes is, it harder for somebody to leave you so they won't leave. No, you. That's no, kinda, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you made a real like lifelong commitment to somebody to be there when things are hard or be there when the person's sick or uh, I think too many people get married and don't take those things seriously whatsoever I I was about to say just because you get married doesn't mean that right obviously everybody's not going to get married for the right reasons or get married and be serious but for the people that are those things are important. And so you're not just going to give up the first time, you know, you go through a real tough time in your relation or in your marriage. Whereas in a relationship, it's just like, okay, this isn't working. And you just kind of go your separate ways. It's not. But see, I wouldn't want to marry somebody that I haven't gone through problems with. Cause like we said before, right. When you do go through a problem in your relationship, you know, you could kind of rebuild and, I feel like like for us, our foundation is stronger than what it was before to me personally. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if you just marry somebody, and y'all haven't really been through any ups and downs or whatever, and y'all go, th- go through something, you know. But it, that's that's what those vows that you took I, are I know, for, but to, to work through that. No matter how tough things are, you have to find a way to make it work. I know, but. 
it's like I, I know what you're saying, like about the vows and stuff like that. But at the same time, if you marry somebody and then they started becoming abusive, you would leave. Well, all those things become invalid at that point. I if know, somebody I'm, is I'm just, abusive I'm, I'm physically, saying, emotionally, financially, if they're cheating on you, all I'm, that stuff becomes invalid. I'm saying, though, all the situations is, I understand what you're saying about marriage, but I think you can make a real life commitment without, you know, marriage. I mean, I think if you do want to be with somebody forever, then yeah, you should marry them, obviously. But I'm just saying, you know, that's not the only option. Okay. I mean, I don't agree, but I forgot what the question is. (laughs) Oh, we were talking about sex and communication, but I forgot where I was going with (laughs) my point because I don't know what just happened. Um, Okay. So obviously communication being a big thing, people, you know, especially I feel like this day and age where you're not really forced to talk to people. Like you can just be on the internet and that kind of stuff. You don't have to, I feel like people just don't work out their problems and then it just like turns into resentment and anger and all sorts of other issues. So I feel like you really have to, if there's an issue, you really just need to sit down and, and freaking talk to each other and, and yell at each other. If, if that makes it better, I'm not saying get in their face and throw stuff. I'm saying if if getting loud and like letting mm. okay, you don't like being yelled at. I really don't. I know <laughs> fucking body. I really don't. Well, I don't yell at you. No. <laughs> Do no, I? I like I don't like being yelled at about nobody. Okay, but I'm saying just I'm not, because I'm not of how my I'm personal. Like if that's if that works for somebody else, you really just have to sit down and talk, talk for six hours. I don't if think that's what you need. Yelling, you can you can have a conversation with somebody without yelling. I'm I'm not saying you have to no, scream the whole conversation. I, I'm just know, saying I'm if just, that's something that works for two people to get that, loud I, I, and that's I don't think that's healthy though. Okay. Well, because you're when you do that, you're stressing yourself out like you're adding no, on. I'm not talking like blue in the face screaming at somebody. I'm saying that's like, what yelling is. And I'm not saying that they scream to the point that they're changing colors. <laughs> I'm saying, though, when you yell. OK, then just forget adding. I said anything about yelling. <laughs> just forget I said anything about yelling. <laughs> you just have to to literally just talk like and i think and how people, do you do that like I, how do you because you know somebody I mean, don't want to be the first that, person so to say i'm not the person to ask you're not good at talking i mean i can talk shit all day but <laughs> clearly <laughs> no like when it comes to serious stuff i'm definitely somebody who avoids things and i'm very passive aggressive and it's obviously something that i need to work on but i i'm just not good at it and see, that's why I feel like you shouldn't try to talk to somebody in that in that mindset, because I I feel like that's what leads to people saying stuff that they don't really want to say. I mean, I can agree with and that. And then the other person would, you know, I, I I don't think that's okay. But in the whole sense of how do you tell your spouse to do better, you really just have to sit down, tell them what you need. They tell you what they need. And you find a way to compromise and make it work so that everybody is happy and every and, and you know people aren't going to get what they want all the time, which is where compromise comes into play. So create a bubble time. A what? A bubble time. 
I don't, I don't know. Some shit I just literally just made up. I don't know what a bubble time is. What? A bubble time. Like an hour every day or once a week, you and your uh, significant other or your spouse, whatever, y'all sit down for an hour or whatever and you say, you know, this is a bubble time where y'all can say whatever y'all want to each other about problems you having or whatever and once that time is over with you can't hold any of those things against the other person you know what i mean i feel like that would be be i can't talk would be beneficial for some people but i feel like it's not it, gonna work for everybody it, it depends on what it's about yeah i'm i'm talking i'm not talking about like big major shit I'm just talking about no, like i think general that's a good idea though. around the house yeah. type things i mean i th- i feel like people these days are always on their phone or they're always at work or they're always doing this or whatever that people don't really take the time to actually talk to each other anymore. And a lot of issues stem from that. And a lot of things don't get resolved and it just kind of goes from there into something much bigger. Or y'all can start a podcast and name it parents uncensored. (laughs) 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 No, don't steal our name. Well, no, of course not. Or y'all could go to uh, like couples therapy. Oh, that's a good idea. I like that. Because going to therapy doesn't necessarily mean that something's wrong, but you know, you're talking. Yeah. And I think, you know, when you have a licensed professional there who has no real, you know, other than what you're telling them, like they don't know your life or anything like that. I think that an outside opinion sometimes in a professional sense can be really good and they can help you work through your issues or see things from a different point of view and really help resolve things mm-hmm. do you reflect on past relationships yes okay do you want to elaborate or do you want my answer you'll answer because i'm kind of curious to see what you say um personally for me it's no why not just because of the fact that I was like a teenager and none of these relationships were like long term and I didn't learn anything like mind blowingly beneficial to like help me later on in life or help me in other relationships, like what to do, what not to do. But I, you learned like what you like and don't like, right? Um, I mean, <laughs> not really. Like you didn't learn anything at all from any past relationship. Don't date drunks. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's a. I I didn't learn anything really like earth shattering that was gonna help I, me. I didn't life. say it had to be earth shattering. Just no, I didn't. I didn't. I really didn't, and that's why I don't reflect on them because I didn't. What was your longest relationship before us? Probably only something like nine months or something like that okay maybe a year but even then it was like not a healthy relationship so well there you go like what wasn't healthy about it all of it (laughs) okay but like what though i mean there just was like uh, going back to this there was very little communication um drinking issues that were not mine um just an so overall you, immaturity because we were basically children. So would you agree that you wouldn't drink or you wouldn't date somebody who had who drink a lot? Who drinks excessively and can't handle themselves? No, probably not. 
I mean, I get, but I don't think about that. That's not really something that comes to my mind because first of all, I'm not actively seeking anybody. So, and you're not an alcoholic. So that's not things that, that's not something that crosses my mind. But I guess if I think about it right now, you know, later in life, I definitely wouldn't, you know, try to look for somebody who was a fucking alcoholic. Okay. But for example, if we broke up and you was dating somebody else, Mm -hmm. you would reflect on our relationship. Well, yeah, because like you would think about we've been together for almost ten years. You like, would think about you know what 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 went wrong, uh, how could I have done something better, or definitely like that's what I think about when I think about like past relationships. Yeah, I mean, just for me personally, I mean, I'm sure tons of people reflect on their past relationships, but I'm not I'm not saying like mine were all, all the time or no shit like that. I'm just talking about like fucking once in a blue moon mm-hmm. pop up like. Or like, you know, maybe something jogged your memory of something that happened, you know, because that shit happened with me all the time. Usually it's music. That shit happens to me, but it's with smells. And that might be weird, but I swear it's a thing. Probably because you was pregnant. No, like I'm talking about like it could be something I smelled 12 years ago. Like it's this weird thing where like, you know how in That's So Raven when she like gets her vision and she like does, I don't know, I swear. <laughs> it <laughs> I don't care how dumb that sounds, but no, like I could be smelling it and like I'll close my eyes and it literally takes me back to that moment. And it's so fucking weird. And sometimes I don't like it, but I'll smell like something really random from 10 years ago. And it's like, that's fucking weird. Cause we obviously know by now that I really struggle with my short term memory. So yeah, that's, that's something that happens to me. We're not going to skip over you just saying that you had a that's so raven face. <laughs> what the but, fuck? Yeah, so if you ever see me doing some weird shit, that's probably what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but like you said yes, so like what do you reflect on or why? Like I just said, like it may happen once in a blue moon. It could be be having a conversation with somebody and they'd be talking about something that happened to them that happened to me mm-hmm. or you know it's a lot of different things i mean and i think that's with like anything that you've experienced in the past well, you're yeah. always gonna look back on that kind of stuff and be like damn i'm not gonna do that again yeah or that's that like, type that's of what stuff. i mean yeah and right. i don't i don't think that's anything there's anything wrong with that what happens after you die well since you went to a catholic school for 12 years what do you think happens what was i taught or what do i think happens well, what do you think? I mean, I was taught what? that you either go to heaven or hell, but I I don't think I really believe anything. Like, I don't know what happens. Like, I don't I mean, know if nobody you, like, knows. Well, obviously not. Obviously nobody knows. But, like, I mean, I guess maybe there's a heaven and a hell or maybe you just, like, go to this weird limbo place where, like, everybody's just floating around like a little ghost head. I don't know. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know. It's really hard for me to, to even like grasp things like that. And I don't know why, but if I had to answer, I guess I'm going to say everybody goes to like a weird limbo place. Cause I don't and just be fucking flying around. Yeah. Like you just meet your friends and like, that's a happy thought. That's way happier than like <laughs> descending to the fucking pits of hell and like Satan sitting on his throne, like throwing fireballs at people and shit. Like what (laughs) that's what i envision like whenever we talked about talked about heaven and hell like i literally just like picture him with like his little 
staff thing and like i picture the fucking cartoon like i don't picture some creepy demon guy like on fire i picture the little fucking cartoon guy like sitting on a throne just like fucking people up with fire and then like for heaven i think about like the fuck was they teaching (laughs) y'all i think about like a bunch of fucking clouds and then there's like this gate and there's like these two angels outside and they like check your name off a list and then they just like let you in and then you know you go find god and it's like oh yeah hey god i don't know i'm i'm not making fun of anybody's religion it's just those are things in my mind and it's weird (laughs) and that's fine but i i definitely think it's like just some weird limbo place and honestly thinking about dying um or thinking about death too seriously is something that i can't do like it will send me straight into a panic attack if i if i get in my head and think too deeply about that kind of stuff it really fucks me up so my answer is limbo (laughs) i mean you can laugh but (laughs) i mean you know i was just laughing at you explain it like the details of (laughs) that's funny okay so what do you think happens i don't know it's a variation of things or like i get this other vision in my mind where i'm just like buried in the ground and like all of the seasons keep passing and then like eventually like a million years later the earth like blows up or something see this is why i can't think about this what? kind of stuff it really it really fucks with me mentally i can't think about this kind of stuff you want to say that again no <laughs> you said you just be in the ground and seasons pass like you just lying there well i'm obviously dead but yeah but what you mean a season's past if you did i don't know you're not just fucking watching (laughs) days go by no no but just like i don't know i told you i can't think about this stuff i don't like it there's a few different things i feel like could happen i mean i don't know Mm -hmm. who who the fuck knows but i think uh i think you could go to heaven or hell i think i mean and this you have to take what i say with a grain of salt because i've seen a shit ton of movies Mm -hmm. so and tv shows so my mind may have been warped a little bit or you know because i am a creative person i've probably made up some fucking story in my head about what what the fuck happens (laughs) i don't know uh but i think like if you go to hell i feel like it won't be like whole fiery shit I mean, I think if you're afraid of fire, it may have something to do with fire. But I think. You oh, God. What if hell was like a things time that you loop. were terrified of? <gasps> I can't go to hell. I, I, I think I think hell would be you in a continuous time loop of something that. Like literally scare you to fucking death. Stop it. Because now I'm going to have fucking nightmares about spiders. Why would you say that out loud? <laughs> yeah, like you probably just be in a fucking room with a giant ass no. spider that eats you every single fucking day. This is not okay. <laughs> you should have stopped. And, and then heaven. Nice. I don't really know. I mean, like when people say heaven, the first thing that probably pop up in people's heads is like clouds and shit. But I mean, if you've been on a fucking plane, you didn't flew through fucking clouds. So, Ooh, that's a valid point. Like, <laughs> have you ever seen somebody walking around a fucking cloud <laughs> No. <laughs> playing a fucking harp or some shit? No, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, I think another, um, 
take I have on what happens after you die is uh, you become a star, which I know there are scientific uh, evidence. Is that the word I'm thinking of? Of how a star is made and shit like that. But because there's billions of fucking stars. That's a really nice way to think about it, though. Like you just become a star and you burn out and like I, I feel like it could space. be a continuous loop. Like you think like people are like reborn? Um, Yeah, I, I think I part of me believe that I to a degree. I think I could believe that too. To a degree. And then like I feel like death and deja vu probably has a lot more in common than people think. That's creepy. Why? I don't know because that's creepy. I've read so many like online forums Obviously, we know they could all be made up. It could all just be bullshit. But <laughs> more I, than likely, it is. No, I've read like so many accounts of like people's kids saying weird ass shit to them about like who they used to be in their life before, or like they tell like they have a like a birthmark or something on their body, and they they tell their parent that's how they died in like their first life or something, and like that shit fucking creeps me out, and I totally believe that shit. I mean, kids say all kinds of shit. I know, but sometimes they go so in depth with like their names or like where they lived, and like I feel like they don't have the capacity to make I mean, things up like that. You know, it's. I mean, have I you know. seen Baby Geniuses? <laughs> I mean, okay. I'm joking. I don't know. I just, but, I, I don't know. No, I think, like what I was saying about the deja vu thing, I feel like, you know, you know the phrase like. Your life flash before your eyes before you die. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're living in a flash. Like <gasps> I, we're all dying right now. I mean, we technically are dying. I know. So your life, like you're in a flash. And that's how you get deja vu is because you've been through that before. That's fucking weird. Mind blown. I feel like I don't want to have these conversations with you anymore because you're freaking <laughs> me out. <laughs> like first I'm going to hell with the spiders and now I'm like just dying and my life is flashing. I don't like it. Come on, I, I write horror stories. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna move on and talk about. Um, you know what? They keep going. No, no, oh, no, no. Okay, I've heard enough. I'm gonna go have nightmares. Um, how to explain <laughs> death to children? I don't think we've. I, I haven't talked to the kids about death. Um, I have vaguely, like um, when my grandma died last year. Mm-hmm. Um. I think really the key is to keep it simple. Like if you start overwhelming them with things, they're going to be like really confused and really not understand. And um, basically the gist of what I told them was that they took her body and, you know, Olivia knew that I like went to the funeral and stuff. And so they took her body and then they went to bury her and, you know, she's not breathing anymore. She's not alive anymore. And that, um, you know, they would just go put her body in the ground. Um, and that we, you know, we could go back and visit her, but basically that she went to heaven. And I mean, we've talked about how they don't really know what heaven is, but I just, you know, it's a place up in the sky where everything is nice and happy and that type of stuff. Um, I think it has to just, you know, be a really simple concept. And obviously you could tailor that to, you know, whatever religion you believe in, whatever you, you know, are taught and that kind of stuff. But I think to get too in depth for small children is just too much. No, I agree. I mean, you know, they watch TV shows 
or you know movies where you know a lot of fucking disney movies people's parents die which i don't know what the fuck that's about yeah <laughs> i don't know like most of the disney princesses parents are what dead. wasn't it something like about how walt disney like didn't have a mom or a dad or something or like i don't i don't know i don't know either to be honest but i think you know the key is really to to just keep it simple and give them just like basic details to not make it seem nice but like not something that's going to terrify them on a daily basis. All right. Let's talk about the double standards between sons and daughters. Okay. Okay. So one of the first ones that comes to my mind is going to be um, sex and dating. Uh, you know, so it's annoying. I find it annoying. It, it annoys me really bad. Um, so <laughs> what annoys you? all of it, all of it. So generally, you know, the boys can go out and date this girl and bring this girl home. But then like the girl brings home a boy and it's like, let me get my gun out and threaten his life. And, and, um, just really ridiculous things like that. Like, did, did you ever bring a girl home and your mom was like, let me get my gun out and threaten her? No. Okay. So there's that. Um, and you know, I feel like parents are always just more lenient on the boy about where they go and who they're with and who they're dating and how old they are when they start dating. And then obviously sex, I feel like not that, not that boys are necessarily encouraged to have sex, but they're, I feel like you know, if their parents found out they did it. Yeah. I feel like if their parents found out they did it, it'd be like, well, were you safe? Okay, cool. And that's that. But like, especially I feel like some fathers have like this weird, disturbing, like authority over their daughter's virginity. And it's like, no, you're, you're not going to have sex. You're not going to even touch a boy until you're this year many years old or you're never ever allowed to be alone with them and just like all kinds of wild shit (laughs) and you think that's annoying i do think it's annoying because why can you basically praise your son for doing something and then absolutely forbid your daughter from doing it do they get praised though i feel like they do I don't I don't think so. I think I mean I don't think anybody's throwing them a party, but I think they're just less strict. And I mean I, I agree, but like why? For me personally, because I wouldn't I wouldn't uh it wouldn't be a double standard, but I would probably be it's it's a why are you looking at me like that? Proceed. <laughs> why are you looking at me like I'm that? I'm bracing for your answer. Why? Because I know we're about to argue. Because we don't agree on this. I'm more protective of the girls than the boys. But why? Because girls get taken advantage of more than guys. And that's not saying that I'm not going to be protective of the boys either. Because I will be just more protective of the girls. Because they do get taken more advantage of. I mean, I, I can agree with it from that point. I'm, I'm not saying that I'm until... Olivia, she can't go out on a date and then turn around Braylon, uh, turn around and tell Braylon he can go on a date. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. I must tell them both, like, 
you know, it, it depends. You know, if they fucking 15 or something, 14, you know, they want to go to the movies. I'll say, hey, I'll take you to the movies and I'm going to pick you up from the movies. Right. And that's, that's also totally understandable. You know, I, I would want to meet, you know, both. You know, I would want to meet the person Olivia is going out with. I want to meet the person that uh, Braylon is going out with. You know, it's the same for both. But I am going to be more overprotective of the girls than the boys. Just because guys take advantage of girls more than girls take advantage of guys. Except when you're famous. I feel like guys get taken advantage of more than female celebrities. I don't know. I mean, you just... You know, the the fucking sexual assault thing that we was talking about last episode. All you have to do is say he raped me or he sexual assault me and his whole fucking life is just. I mean, I get that, you know, not necessarily ruined because, of course, you have to prove it. But, you know, it's going to be a group of people that be like that will just say you did it no matter what mm-hmm. the evidence say. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it just. In that sense, I'll be more like if we became famous, I mean, I'll still be more protective of the girls, obviously. But, you know, I would definitely tell the boys, you know, y'all got to move or uh, move a certain way because y'all can get caught up in bullshit. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. I just think that I don't know. Because I know how you think that I'm viewing it as like I favor one over the other or whatever and that's And I don't even mean it like that. I just think that I'm just more protective of the girls. I mean, I you know, want to be the parent who they don't feel like awkward or weird like talking about any of that kind of stuff. Like I would rather them come to me and and tell me you know, what they planned on doing or, or that type of stuff. I mean, when I was 15, what, I can't remember which one of my parents, one of my parents took me to like a doctor's appointment, like a, just a checkup or whatever. And I like asked the doctor to like write me a prescription for birth control. And then I like snuck off with my cousin and like went and picked the birth control at myself and like my parents didn't find out until months later months later which i don't know how they didn't find out because i was obviously using their insurance maybe they didn't look at things <laughs> close enough but i don't know how that i don't know how i swung that but like if olivia you know was thinking about having sex and she wanted to do something like that i would way rather her come to me and I can handle that situation rather than her like feeling like she can't tell me anything because I'm going to be mad or she's going to get in trouble and she's scared or whatever. But would you tell her to, that she should wait? I mean, obviously, I would try to explain to her, you know, this is a really big life decision and it's not something that you can take back. But again, you have to go back to how you felt when you were that age and, you know, no, I know. Yeah, but how you thought. OK, well, for me, how you thought you were, you know, in love with this person and it was like the best part of your life or whatever. And yeah, but that's just a kid being a kid, though. Like they don't know. I, I know. And it's it's hard to explain that to a, a younger kid with fucking raging hormones and that type I, of stuff. And I feel like you have to teach kids that stuff a lot earlier than that. 
I mean, not, I, not I saying, agree with that. Not saying you have to teach them about sex, but like just teach them that as a kid, you're going to feel like you want to do things and you do not have to do those things all the time. Like when the kids go to the store, they want to buy something all the time. They want to take their money all the time. You don't have to take your money with you every time you go to the store when you're a kid. Right. You know what I mean? Like you can wait to get something. You don't have to get it that time. Like you can do it later. You don't have to watch your tablet, you know, all day long. You can, you know, put it down, go do something productive today. You can watch it tomorrow. You can watch it later. You know, you don't have to do everything right now. Right. So that's, that's what I think we should really start enforcing. I don't, I don't want to say enforcing because that sounds bad. No, but teaching but like the kids. ingraining that in their brains that not everything has to be like the second you want it type of thing that you which, really have to think it through. In, which is really hard considering the world that we live in. Right. Where everything is just right at your fingertips pretty much. Okay, so um, we can talk about um, the whole concept of clothing and toys. And I mean, I don't know if this is technically a double standard, but, you know, I, I, I mean, I know that you know that I can't stand the separation of this is for boys and this is for girls type shit. Um, it drives me insane. I, I don't. I just don't think that a child with a huge imagination and all these things right there and, you know, like Braylon, I don't know how many pictures of him I have um, of him in a dress or in some sort of dress up dress costume or literally just wearing one of Olivia's dresses. He wants to wear it because he likes it because, you know, he likes the color. He's not putting this dress on where people are like, oh, your kid's going to be gay now because he's wearing a dress at five years old. That's not how that works. He's not putting the dress on saying, oh, look, I'm gay now. Like, I, I can't stand those type of comparisons or like, oh, you can't let little boys play with baby dolls because blah, blah, blah. And like, um, especially with Braylon, his favorite color is purple. And so I've been waiting for somebody to say some stupid shit about his favorite color being purple. But if I mean, you knew black, Braylon, you would know that his favorite color is purple because Donatello is his favorite Ninja Turtle. Black people, I feel like purple is a lot of black people's favorite color, male or female. And I mean, just because how black and purple go together. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can see that. But I just I the separation of things, it it. it drives me up the fucking wall i never had like barbies and shit i had like female action figures so like the difference is like one has hair and one's made out of plastic like oh you're talking about the barbies yeah and like olivia's barbies have hair but braylon and noah have like um uh wonder woman and uh what's the bitch Catwoman something they got a couple of them but like the hair is plastic it's like you know they're still in girl clothes they're still girls but like they don't have hair that's the only freaking difference so like why is it but weird for boys to play with barbies in girls and clothes not, though like they don't have on a costume though which yeah but they're action figures whereas barbies aren't action figures i mean i don't know like, i mean like you if, like if I took Noah to the store and he was like, "I want to buy this Barbie," I'd be like, "Okay, get it." No, I'm. 
explaining to you, like I used to have female action figures or just even, you know, some type of toy. Maybe I got something from fucking McDonald's or something. <clears throat> but, you know, if it was a female when I would play with my toys, you know, like in a movie, maybe a fucking hero had to come save her or something. I play with female toys. Not with I don't think I've played with Barbies though. Like I wasn't sitting there combing motherfuckers hair and no shit like that. Right, but and oh here's another one. Um me painting the boys' nails <coughs> like they view that as, oh, this is pretty or this looks nice or whatever. It's always like when boys like anything remotely girly, it's like, you're gay. And it's like, no. First of all, they're too young to form an opinion on what gay even is because obviously being gay means you're attracted to other men. But why There's do they want their fingernails painted? Because they watch Olivia in Brooklyn get their nails painted and they like the colors. They want to so sit there and the look at it. it's the same thing as... Brooklyn saying she has nuts It's because She's used to playing with Braylon and Noah And they and talk about saying, nuts too much But obviously that's something that like We can't teach her that she has nuts Because she's gonna, she's gonna be very confused When she gets older I know I'm, I'm just saying though like They're watching somebody else Do something And they want to do it mm -hmm. I'm not saying that That's wrong or right I'm just saying it's, they didn't make that decision themselves. I mean, they did though. They like they saw it and they were like, "I like that." Because so they seen their older sister doing. But I don't think that. You know, I, I, I didn't know. say that it was wrong or right. I'm just saying though, they didn't just wake up and say, "Oh, I want to do this." Type well, of I thing. Mean, yeah, without knowing what nail polish is or the purpose of it, then they're not like gonna, they're not going to want it. Like if we just had boys, do you think they would want to put nail polish on? Maybe, maybe they, you know, saw it in like um, without seeing it anywhere, though. That's okay. No, that's, that's what I'm saying. If you know, they don't see me paint my nails or they don't see it on a movie or they don't see this person do it. They're not going to want it because they don't know what it is. I know. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm saying. Like, and this is why I really want you to watch Inception, because Ugh. they talk about they talk about this a little bit like no idea is a new idea. And I mean, I agree with that. I'm not disputing that. Like the way we think is learned or I, you know from yeah. experience yeah. ideas and shit comes from somewhere right i definitely agree okay so another one that i have here is that girls generally even from a young age kind of take on the role of you know watching the little kids or helping make this meal or cleaning up the kitchen and that type of stuff whereas i think that just comes from like the toys and shit they get i mean they have kitchen toys. They have Barbie houses with. But even, I don't know, like I feel like even when you're older, you know, your mom will call the girl into the kitchen to, to help set the table or clear the table or pick up the dishes afterwards or mom leaves the house and I mean, I think the girl is in charge of watching all the other kids when there's, in, you know, an, a boy there who's, you know, the same age. But I think that's just from. Just from back in the day, how they did right things. because it's like, and that's another thing that I have here. You know, from a young age, a lot of people tell little boys, "Oh, you know, you can be whatever you want when you grow up." And a lot of times, girls are pushed into that role of wife, mother, take care of the house type of things. It's not. I feel like a lot of people don't tell little girls, you know, you can grow up to be whatever you want. 
I feel like a lot of times from a young age, they're pushed into that, that mode of growing up to be, I, I do. I mean, obviously there are tons of women who work outside the home and aren't married or don't have kids and that type of stuff. But there's always this thing where it's like, you know, if, if somebody's 35 and she's not married and she doesn't have any kids, it's, oh my God, the clock is ticking. Are you ever going to get married? You're going to run out of time to have kids. You know, you're going to be this old when you have a kid. And it's like, maybe they don't even want a kid. Like there's this, you know, notion that women's lives aren't complete unless they have a baby or a husband or that type of stuff. And that's just like, I mean, but a lot of women do want a husband and kids and it is, riskier know, to have to, a baby later on in life i, I know so i don't think things. i'm not disputing any of that i don't think some people i mean you know maybe some people but i don't think everybody is saying that as a bad thing they're just saying you know but especially if you don't know that person very well it's like well did well, they tell you thing. you know that you maybe they don't want to have kids maybe they tried for years and can't and it's something that they don't want anymore and it's just always like I don't know. I just feel like generally women are pushed into that role and it's, I don't know. And that was another episode of Parents Uncensored. You can follow us on uh, Instagram at parents underscore uncensored. Until next time, deuces.